long-awaited um, return to the Manby Fat I Wheels. I thought you were going to say that. I thought you were the Manby Fat Wheels podcast. Um, uh, to my absolute shame, I haven't done one of these since June of last year, and I've already recorded one today with the amazing Andrew, which is going out next week. Uh, but this week's podcast is with the amazing um, Billy Jackson. <laughs> PF of the Newport League, and we're going to start off with some um, ways to kickstart success after the new year. Uh, we're very lucky in Newport that we're starting a new season, so kind of new year, new season, new me, new everything um, is happening wow. with lots of our guys. Um, so, Bill, you've been on the podcast before, you've been, you've been involved, uh, and I know you've got something to share with, and I will do some technical wizardry and put this picture up as well. Oh, you've got another picture? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. So, um, do you want to explain how you're going to start this? You know, when you were when you were introducing the long-awaited return there, I thought you were going to say the long-awaited return of, of Billy. No. And I thought, oh, that's that's really nice. But then I felt like a bit of a pudding after after that. But no, I am back. And we had this idea, we were chatting earlier today, didn't we? And we had this idea... Um, to get on and record the podcast on tips for the new year because Christmas is, has been and gone. I think it's the 28th today. 29th. 29th today, which means there are just six short days until cheese and beer and alcohol and all manner of lovely foods start to contain calories again. <laughs> so we um, we want to be ready for that. That isn't my joke. I saw it on a blog. Um, so because we get the picture up, so we can credit the credit the author of that. But we are going to get stuck in to six top tips. From five, Stan. five, only five, only five. You don't need six top tips. We you just to be five. Fair, I I said five top tips, and then we both did three, and we actually did the same one twice. So at the end, we'll have um, a bit yeah, of a fist nonsense. fight where we, we talk, yeah, bumbling nonsense over each other. Um, so we'll get started. My first one is get other. So this is my first top tip. New start for the new year. Um, get others on board. They don't have to be fully on board, um, but actually they do have to know uh, what's going on. So people you live with, your family, uh, people who are around you, your friends, your work colleagues, um, Sharon, who always brings in her cakes, who's the feeder, the person who comes in straight after Christmas and goes, oh, my child had too many selection boxes. So look, I'm going to put them out on the table just to tempt you. Let them know, actually, at the moment, I know I'm starting, I'm getting into this, I need all the help and support from everyone around me. Um, now, this doesn't mean your wife has to do the diet with you, because the last thing you want to say to your wife straight after Christmas, your girlfriend straight after Christmas <laughs> is, um, I think we both need to do a diet. Don't start with that. But just say, listen, I'm going to cut back now for a few weeks. I'm going to have a, uh, a kickstart to my weight loss. Um, I'm probably going to be a bit stricter than I will be in in four weeks time and I know that um, can you support me in that and you may well find that you know people go along with you but if nothing else you've given them that prior warning so that first top tip is to get others on board with you Billy a bit of relationship advice you always throw in there as well love guru in your in your spare time well, that, that can be quite a challenging conversation to have, I think, particularly if you haven't had the conversation like that before, or it, it's people that typically that comes when you tell your friends, isn't it? That mm. you, particularly if you're you're the fat one in your group of mates, 
that could be quite a difficult conversation to have. Um, na namely, because you're going to be you're you're going to play that role in the group. You always played that role in the group. They that that could be quite an intimidating change for for a group of people. So it doesn't have to be a big declaration of I'm going to be skinny now. It just needs to be this is what I'm going to do. Please, please be aware of it, and hopefully, um, hopefully you can support me in that. Do you want to go on to your next? I do. Tip. Second top tip. These are in no particular order, are they? Because this one I know isn't everyone's favourite thing to do, but it is something that helped me tremendously when um, when I first got on this journey, and that is the hallowed art of tracking. Now, when you hear the word tracking, I know certainly at the beginning when I heard the word tracking, all I could think about was measuring and calories and the the, the fine art of tracking every single thing that goes into your body and um, although that, that can help and it has got its place actually there are i was going to say thousands there are tens of other ways that you can do it and all, all of these do contribute to a, you know, a much healthier ethic when it comes to losing weight loss and also what's the word i'm looking for but it also is a proven tool to um to increase your success, whatever whatever that might be. So my fitness pal is the one that obviously comes to mind. That's where I oh, I started and found my success, tracking absolutely every modicum, every calorie that goes in. Um, and, and it worked for a period of time, but I can find when I try and get back to that, it's it's quite a daunting, a, a daunting introduction. You don't want to get stuck straight back into it. So there are thousands of, I don't know, I said it, I said it. There are tens of other ways that you can, <laughs> that you can track photos, just simply taking, taking photographs of your food. You don't, I don't have to be that guy on Instagram that posts everything, but if you've got it, it's there, save it in a file or even just in your gallery. Look back at that at some point, you know, the whole, the whole idea of tracking is to have that period of reflection and you can just see, just see what goes in. Um, a written a written diary works for lots of guys. Also, have those issued by by man versus fat. A really helpful tool. I'm probably a quicker one. Um, unless less look at me when you grab your phone out and take a picture of your plate. Um, but there, there are countless other apps as well. Uh, and even if that's just talking as well, talking about what you're eating to um, to the people we mentioned in the first clip there, or your team chats or, or wherever, just getting it out there and thinking about what you're eating and being very aware of it is um, is a massive tool towards mm. success in, in my view. Yeah, definitely. Um, in Newport, we've just set up um, a small group and it is a very small group, it's intimate. Um, and we're gonna be, uh, it's just an accountability group for maybe a group of eight, nearly 10 of us now, I think. Um, and we're gonna be posting. So if someone says, I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, track by using photos. I'm going to track by writing it down. We're actually going to post it in that group just for that one month, that clean break from Christmas and festivities and New Year and everything we've been doing, uh, whereas Billy says the calories don't count. Um, just to get us back and to get that accountability, we're going to share that tracking as well. So it doesn't have to just be for you. So don't just think about the way of tracking that works for you. Think about the way of tracking that will best um, explain to the person who's going to help you as well. Because uh, pictures true. might be much easier. Pictures might be much easier for your partner to, to take in. Um, all right. My next top tip, top tip number three, 
what you buy is what you eat. You've got lots of good opinions on this. Loads of loads of really good opinions. Well, loads of opinions. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say they're really good. Um, I would say a key to not overeating is putting some barriers in the way. Now, that doesn't mean being scared of food. That doesn't mean being worried about how um, people are going to see you or, or, or just every time someone brings around a pack of biscuits and says, do you want one with your tea? Going, oh, no, I couldn't possibly, I couldn't possibly take those away from me. I need a barrier in my way. Um, it's not that, but it is putting barriers in your way because what you've bought, you will eat. If it's in the, if it's in the cupboard, it's there, it's fair game for me anyway. Um, so there are quite simple ways of doing this and there's quite extreme ways of doing this. So some of the simple ways, like I just said, that person who brings in the selection box and says, I'll oh, have a go on this. You can be that person. If your kids, my kids have had, I don't think any of the selection boxes have been made in the world. Uh, my kids have got them all. You know, you can trickle those out to different people. You know, my mum and dad, they haven't got loads of chocolate. Um, in their house so I've given them a bag or keep this for when the kids come over it's out of my house it's a good way of doing that um, so if you can give away those treats you know how much you're going to need you know and you know if it's there if you're going to binge on it it's better to have it gone um, get this is a really key thing that helped me massively my kids love chicken nuggets they love oven chips they love beans um, and yeah, it just so happens they're the things I love as well. So when Clara, my oldest, finishes her food, she scrapes her own plate. If she's got a nugget left, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that dad that says you must finish everything on your plate because we know that doesn't that doesn't help. If she eats one thing, then I've got to tell her off, obviously. Um, but <laughs> she scrapes her own plate. So if she if she says, Dad, is this is all right? Can I finish? Yes. She instantly goes and scrapes her plate because if she leaves on that kitchen table while I'm still feeding her younger sister. I will snack. So putting that barrier in the way and making my daughter not call me a fatty, but um, to keep me accountable is a, is a good way of doing that. Um, <clears throat> what you eat is uh, what you buy is what you eat. If you have 10 bananas in your fruit bowl and 10 Freddos in your cupboard, even though they both probably equate to about the same calories, will you eat 10 bananas in one sitting? Probably not. Will you eat 10 Freddos? Absolutely. Don't even start giving me a challenge. That's not even a challenge <laughs> to me, 10 Freddos. I can easily do that. Um, Two goes. But if you buy those 10 bananas, not the 10 Freddos, you are much less likely to overeat food because you're not likely to overeat those bananas. You might have one, you might have two. Um, but you're not likely to have all 10 of them. So what you buy is what you eat. And then there's another, I've said about barriers. This is the final extreme one I'm going to talk to you about. And you can extrapolate this to have lots of different things, um, what you buy in the supermarket. But I'm going to say, just eat, Food Hub, you know, all of those apps, um, Deliveroo, you know, there's too many. Not heard of Food Hub. Oh, it's good. It's cheap. Much cheaper than, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, stop. No, I'm not, not. Well, that Delete those apps. If you just say, I'm having four weeks, I'm not going to have a takeaway. Or I'm on four weeks, I'm only going to have one takeaway. I'm going to put that barrier in the way that I'm going to have to reinstall the app, type in my password, and then look at it. Oh, passwords, passwords are not, yeah, just delete the app. If you want four weeks where you have accountability and you have, listen, I, 
I'm just going to do it for four weeks, then I'll install the app again. That's a barrier you're putting in your way. Just not saving your password in there. You know, it's that barrier. You've logged in. Ah, oh, can I be bothered? No, I, there is food there. I'll just eat that. Because we do those things out of convenience. We snack on the things in our cupboard that we like to snack on because they're conveniently there. Do we ever really, um, you know, we're in our pajamas at the end of the night. Do we get rechanged, walk over to the local shop and buy a Mars bar? No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't go out of our way to do that. But if there's a Mars bar in our cupboard, damn right, we will eat it. So the barriers in the way, I think are really helpful if you're doing a very short, sharp restart. Not so much if you're having a long-term diet. Quite right, quite right. There's a bit of parenting advice in there as well to go with relationship, relationship with parenting. I do it all. I do it all. Off. What was interesting to me hearing that there, well, are you suggesting that we all relocate our kitchens to the shed? Could do. Because that, well, I'll just come up with it there. It could be my idea. That, that would work. That'd be a great barrier. I think that would be a barrier to healthy food as well and all nutrition. And there's nothing bad about food. There, there's probably, there, there's an idea there. There's an idea that I'm sticking with. What I really liked about that is on the notes that we've got, as you can see, it's what I'm thinking down. It just simply says banana versus Freddo. I was very keen to see where that was going to go. Obviously, Freddo wins. Number four, four or five, the penultimate tip that I um, wanted to talk about is the network. So use, use your network. Uh, Man Vifat is absolutely brilliant at creating brand new networks um, in, in the new teams that we've got for season three, if you're in the Newport League listening to this, but also the teams we've just come from. Um, that Those chats I know are still very much up and running and obviously all our pals in the wider league, the wider club as well. Um, you know, we're all going through the same thing and we're all at different stages now, which is an absolutely fantastic asset and we should 100% make use of that because if someone's ahead of you, they've already been there. Yeah. If someone's behind you, you've already been there and it's a fantastic way to, you know, to share, to share knowledge and experiences, but also other networks that we've already got. It ties in very much to the point that you mentioned at the beginning about um, announcing you know, what you're planning on doing and telling people about it. But there will be those people that aren't so aren't so into it. It's important that they know, but not necessarily there to help. Actually, you'll have people that will come along for the ride and will be really interested in what you're doing. So chat to them, talk, talk to them. Post on social media. No one, no one really cares what you post on social media, but some people will. And those people that will engage with you, those people that are gonna help you. Um, and, and I could list everybody. I could list everybody that you'll come into contact with. The other one I've written down here is, um, is gym, personal trainers, guys in the gym. When I used to go to the gym, and I've, I've retired from the gym since, since lockdown, I, I train in the garden now where there are no personal trainers um, that come scurrying along around the treadmill to try and sell you, a free, sell you a free session or a taster session or whatnot. But these people are often really, really keen to offer some advice and some help. Um, so, you know, so use them in this month of January, you know, we're kickstarting our 2022 in the healthiest possible way. They're there and they've got knowledge and they'll give a portion of it away for free. So I recommend, um, taking a slice of that. Use your networks. Yeah. There's always, there's always someone to lean back on and to say, listen, I, I need this help, advice, support. Um, I just, I just need to watch and she need to keep an eye, keep asking me questions because that will help me. Um, 
Now, tip five is plan for success. Now, this is the one we both um, we both kind of came up with different ideas for, but equally equally brilliant. So, plan for success, Bill. Do you want to explain how you would best plan for being successful? Yeah, it's quite a broad. It's quite a broad title, that isn't it? Was this your title? Um, but for me, planning for success is just a case of of setting goals, knowing where you want to be um, at the end of a set period. So a week, two weeks, three months, whatever that may be. It's not so much the goal that we're interested in as much as the journey. So what does that success look like? What do I need to achieve to get to to A, to B, to M down the road? What was the unfortunate letter to pick? McDonald's. Um, so that could be anything. That could literally be anything. If I want to be a BMI boss, I'm going to need to lose a substantial amount of weight between now and then. So what does that look like? So my typical plan, the one I've set myself for January week one, is simply to start tracking my food again by way of a written diary with a view of moving to tracking every calorie that comes in again using my fitness pal but that isn't going to happen for me straight away i have to start with baby steps tracking the odd meal on fitness pal then tracking every main meal on fitness pal and then eventually being fully fledged fitness pal and i have a similar goal with my exercise as well um i haven't said this to anybody out loud yet but i hope to run a marathon by the end of 2022 i've ran half marathons before um so i want to tap the other half on the end of that setting myself a goal by the end of december to get that done but that is going to require running again it's going to require 5ks 10ks and loads of those to equate to a fitness level that um that will give me that that will give me that so loads of things like that um do you want to talk about this one i think that's a really really important one yeah i'm actually going to jump onto the add an exercise but realize it's not all or nothing because you've just hit the nail and mash it all in um because you can add an exercise bit by bit so it doesn't have to be all right i'm going to really like you did with the tracking you know i'm just going to track this then i'm going to track my main meal then yeah. i'm going to track everything you know i'm not going to run a marathon before i've run you know to the shops mm -hmm. before i've run a 5k 10k half marathon i'm building it up and it's going to take like you said you you've set yourself a year-long target there i think that's a really sensible way of doing that so just make sure when you're adding these things it's not going from nothing to all everything's got to happen now mm -hmm. um i think that's really good it's a common mistake that so, so i will go on to the point you've just pointed out to me the contingency so what happens if it doesn't go perfect what happens if you say i'm going to exercise three times this week and i've only exercised two are you going to tell yourself that the one bit of exercise you didn't do was more important than the two you did i'm going to track all seven main meals this week but actually i didn't track that last one because i know it was a takeaway and i just didn't want to see are you going to throw away those six days of wow i've just done something amazing because you're upset about the one so realize as well that planning for success might well mean just being better than last week. So last week I had two takeaways. I didn't plan on either of them. Um, I was a bit annoyed, but I was good for five days. Next week I fell off the wagon again. I had one takeaway, but gosh, that was better than last week. So comparing is a really good tool as well. Um, 
So it's not a case of just saying, this was my plan, I haven't hit it. The contingency is, actually, I want next week to be better than this week to be better than the last week to be better than the week before. That's that's all we need to do. Um, I was just doing recording a podcast with Andrew Rowley earlier, um, and he described a kebab. Um, and when he has a kebab and when his wife says, oh, we're having a kebab, he said, I just go for a sheesh, because let's be honest, that's just pita, meat and salad. And yeah, he did elaborate and he said, yeah, it's probably got sauce on it, it's probably got calories, da, 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 da. but actually, if you can, even if you're having a takeaway and it wasn't planned, but you're having a better takeaway than you would have had, yeah. then you're doing well. So having that contingency um, is, is really important. Do you want to do that one? Planning for planning for what goes, if something goes wrong, is, is there a way we can fix it? Can I fix it? You mentioned a really good one there about going off, um, going for something less in calories. There, most places have a calorie saver menu. Um, recently frequented Taco Bell and used the calorie saver menu wasn't a fan i wanted to be a really big fan um because people rave about it but um we're too old do you think, do you think that's what it is yeah. that's what it is we're only 21 or <laughs> do you want to talk about making measurements? yes absolutely i do i did i did see the pen point so what it's all very well putting your stake in the sand miles away Actually, how how are we going to get there? What's the what's the plan? What what is success going to look like once I'm there? Or what, how will I know I'm in the on the right on the right path? Um, a really easy one, and, and the most common one I think is is your your scale weight. So if that was 100 the week before, it's 98 this week. That that's a great measure of success. It's a huge loss for someone of that weight. Um, but it's also not the only one. You know, there there are there are loads there are loads of measures of success whether that's um a quicker time on a on a run that you've had less less food a smaller portion and you can see you can see that there's a smaller portion one of my favorite measures of success is dropping a belt dropping a belt notch or or a clothes size there's any quite there's no buzz that i've had that quite equates to that and i've scored two goals since I've been playing in 2018. Um, and, and my favorite, my favorite one um, is, is that, is that, I was going to tell the story about Andy there, but I think I'll hold it for, uh, for another time. But just what, what, what are we going to look at that shows us, it, it, I've been all distracted now by the chicken kebab man at the door. What are we going to do that's going to measure our success um, towards these goals that we're trying to hit? Um, and the last thing I'd, I'd mention is, um, and we kind of didn't get into it with Andrew earlier, um, in terms of what we eat. And he, he spoke about having a bottle of water handy all the time. Um, because yes, solid. when we hydrate, it quells a lot of hunger pangs. Um, if you asked 100 people to say, what does it feel like when you're thirsty? They would tell you uh, maybe 10 things. Um, and then you ask them, what, what's it feel like when you're hungry? They tell you 10 things. And I think it'd be a crossover, at least eight. Oh, they, they, almost, they feel yeah. the same. So make sure you hydrate. If you are going to um, get on this now, if you're going to you know, make a kickstart, make sure you're drinking lots and lots and lots of water, uh, squash, tea, all of those things. Don't, don't worry about the fact that they're not pure water. Just keep yourself hydrated because hydration will make you, you know, kind of, almost trick your body into thinking you're fuller than you are. Um, five tips there, just go through them really quickly. 
Uh, so the first number one, the first one, get other people on board. Uh, number two, track. You don't have to track in any particular way, but track as much as you can. Um, because as Billy said, it's proven that people who track more lose more. Um, number three, what you buy is what you eat. So try not to have those snacks, those treats in the house. Um, just for this very start period, don't demonize food. So it's really important to add that on. Uh, Billy said, number four, use your network. And then we both put together, um, make a plan for success. What's success going to look like for you? Uh, be that realistic, measurable expectation. Um, that's it from us. Thank you very much, Bill. With number three, I was convinced you were going to do your bit about buy one, get one free. Or no. two for two pounds. I've seen you do that so much. It's like your headline show. It's like your headline it is, it is. Mickey Fanagan's got out out. Stan's got the supermarket suite. I will, just as a Brucey bonus, I will say that one at the end. So <laughs> when you go to somewhere and they You're say, all welcome, buy yes. one, get one free. If you want to eat two, buy two. If you want to save money, just buy one because it's always more to buy two. Um, you know, the, just don't do it. Don't do it. Um, so there's, there's our five top tips. Thank you very much, Bill. Thank you for having me. See you again.